This is your preparation station, encouraging hosts and empowering topics to equip you along the journey. Preparedness grounded in truth. Now on with the show. Your preparation station with Donna Miller is on the air. Tune in for insight and encouragement for living a more sustainable, back-to-basics lifestyle. No matter where you've come from or what the future may hold, we hope each episode will encourage you with topics, guests, and stories that inspire your journey towards self-sufficiency. And now, the hostess of your preparation station, Donna Miller. Welcome once again to your preparation station. I'm your host, Donna Miller, and I'm very glad to be with you again today. You know, the show, every time I tell you, um, this is a situation where I want you to always check out the guests. You've checked out who I am as a host, I hope, for the last four and a half years. And you can find out that we are people that walk the talk. We really want you to be empowered and encouraged and your life to be enriched, to be as self-sufficient as you choose to be. It's, it's really not about being worried that something's not going to work and or that someone's going to be I don't know, trying to control your life, but it's more about just the ability to give you skills, give you ideas, open up your mind to thinking, hey, there are some things we have forgotten, some things that we as individuals have forgotten we're totally capable of doing. We rely too much on maybe the remote control or the system or the uh, the typicalness of things. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we've forgotten due to conveniences and due to the way life kind of gets in the way because we don't deliberately learn other ways to do things. So today I'm really excited. I have with me um, a very special guest. I've had the opportunity to meet Dr. Frank King. And as I often have it happen, we had a nice conversation before recording the show and he gave some great little nuggets of info. Hopefully we can drag them out of him again. Uh, I always wish I had recorded the pre-show conversation, but we're going to try to get back to that anyway and pull some of those out in our in our conversation that you get to hear. But Dr. King is a naturopath, chiropractor, and he's the founder of King Bio in Asheville, North Carolina, which produces safe and effective natural medicines for people and pets. Since his first multidisciplinary integrative practice in 1979, Dr. King has helped people overcome chronic reoccurring and so-called incurable ailments by following the simple principles in The Healing Revolution, which is his newest book. He's also the fourth generation American farmer raising wild plants, herbs, and animals to help people live healthier lives. Dr. King and his wife and children enjoy living a natural lifestyle on their farm. We're actually Yes, in the same general neck of the woods, some of the joys of being able to get to meet someone I get to interview um, kind of gives me that basis of saying, look, I've kind of vetted these people before I let them talk to you. And it's, it's a joy to have Dr. King on the line. I want to make sure I've got a good connection. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, and I know that the folks that get to listen to this show on a regular basis are just going to be hanging on to everything that you have to share so that we can help them feel more empowered about their own health because, well, it's kind of gotten a little out of control with with so many things, whether it's modern systematic medicine, so to speak, or lifestyle, or so many things. A lot of people feel like they're 
their health is out of control. You've said before that a person's body is their best doctor. Uh, what do you What do you mean by that? Why, well, Donna, that's a great introduction. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The beauty of this is, and it's something we've learned over our 40 years of practicing natural health care, is that the body is what we call a self-healing organism. It, the body is designed to heal. You know, the body has the ability to overcome every problem it could ever face on this planet. We often say that there really are no incurable diseases. There are just some incurable people that have not found all the solutions yet. We're here to share about how to find those solutions and how you can overcome not only diseases, but you can actually lift and by the way we live and choose, we can lift our life higher and higher to live what we call in abundant life or abundant health. And that is a beauty. That's a wonderful thing that we can not only help guide and direct ourselves and awaken our body's natural abilities to heal, we can and and overcome those nagging symptoms, but we can also then start to live beyond that symptom-free level where we can actually begin to live more abundantly where we're just enjoying life uh, more dynamically. And, you know, we're getting more out of life. We're finding greater purpose in life. And, and that is living on the positive side of, you know, what we call the healing revolution. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a wonderful mission that you have to help people to, to realize this is something they have been created capable of doing with their life. They don't have to be the victim. Well, a lot of people feel like they have had no power over their own health. Um, so they just effectively kind of embrace their own sickness. How is it that you encourage people to overcome that kind of victim mentality? It is, you know, it's about, you know, what we call, we teach our patients how to manage, simply manage the eight essentials of life. And these eight essentials of life is designed once we begin to implement them proactively and we become more proactive in life. And when we become more proactive in life, we become more preventative in life where we give our body the things it needs from a whole person perspective. And so those eight essentials really is, comes down to the first one which is empowering the human spirit within us. And that is a broad topic where we learn how to reprogram ourselves and engage in that creative ability that we have as humans. When you look out and say, why, what's different about human beings and other, all other creatures is that we have this unique creative power to create. And, and that is, is something that is really exceptional. And if we begin to implement that creative power uh, within us, we can then begin to be liberated from the things that have held us back, the strongholds that have been re, you know, causing resistance and problems in our lives. And we begin to shift from being victims 
into being victors in life and and how this is how to become a victor you know and and get rid of the victim mentality and and so we begin to see how we can reprogram by simple tapping certain acupuncture points for example and we can begin to tap and say positive affirmations and reprogram ourselves out of those negative reoccurring sabotaging patterns we've had in the past and become uh, something where all of a sudden we now are able to overcome that problem that we weren't able to overcome if we didn't implement these tools. So we teach tapping. It's called uh, TIP, which stands for Tap Into Potential. And we say the positive affirmations. We teach you how to find the negative patterns that are hiding subconsciously many times within us. And you just make certain statements, and it will cause a muscle you know, that you're testing, you know, you need a healing buddy for this, to go weak. And so we teach people how to do this. And that's something we've taught our patients for nearly 40 years now. And we teach them, you know, how to implement these tools. And when these patients that we've taught this to, which were a lot of them, you know, were the people that took their health to the highest. And they not only take their own health to the highest, but they were able to empower it with their whole family to take their health higher. And then they were able to reach out to their friends in their sphere of influence in life and help take their life higher. And this interaction is what we call the healing revolution. And it's a great, great, wonderful tool, Donna, to, you know, to really begin to say, wow, I do have control of my health. I do have authority, and I can exercise that authority and, and really create a life that is very rewarding, very fulfilling, uh, and it can fix. You know, I'll give you an example. We can use this technique to say, uh, just say, you know, you can test a muscle, an you know, arm muscle, and we teach this in our book. We're doing videos now where people can click on to our website at kingbio.com, and they can learn all this. We give this out free. This is stuff that is there to empower people. This is our give back in life. This is a way that we want everybody to begin to utilize the proactive power that's within them, you know, to make the big difference in their health. So people can learn these tools, these techniques. They're all free to click on. Uh, and we're putting out more and more videos every week and uh, where they can begin to learn. And, of course, they're all, you know, the main techniques are in the book called The Healing Revolution. And, you know, this is the give back. Again, the beauty of the Healing Revolution techniques and managing those eight essentials is that they're all free again. You know, mm-hmm. they're all things that we can actually, we're not here to sell them, you know, and just peddle products. We're here to empower people to really make the biggest difference in their lives. Yeah, I, I think you you hit a, a very um, vital statement by saying that we, we are, basically, we're created to be creative. And mentally, emotionally, what we focus on actually creates that for us, whether it's we're creating something positive, or we're drudging ourselves down with creating things that are negative. Um, the, you know, use your powers for good and not evil, basically, is what it what yeah. it boils down to. For the, or for self-sabotage that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah most definitely. It's, it's, yeah, one of the common ones, Donna, is 
that we have uh, we ask people you can muscle test and find a strong arm and then just say start saying things and if you say something that's a fib to your inner consciousness to your inner spirit to your inner body however you wish to you know perceive that you 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 when you say something that's a fib it's short circuits. It's like it's a, it's a human lie detector machine, really, is what we're doing. You just don't have to hook yourself up to all those little wires anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can actually simple find a strong arm and then make statements like, I believe I, it can be healthy. It's amazing how many people don't have that inner belief functioning positively for themselves. And there's something in there, well, mother always had this or daddy always had this. That means I've got to have it. It's just part of our, you know, my genetic, you know, makeup. It's it's in my genes. I, I can't do anything about it. And that's a big lie, as we've learned in, uh, you know, the latest science. And yeah. that we can change our genes. And so we test people and they go weak when they say, I believe I can be healthy. They go weak. That's telling them that, no, no, your body, there's something glitches in here in your belief system that's, uh, that says you're not believing that. And so there's a way to now simply reprogram that uh, with the tapping techniques, and you can begin to activate your belief. Because without that, no matter how hard you work on your health, no matter how many doctors you see, that will always be there to sabotage the good efforts you're trying to make in improving your health. And so we have to fix those core things, Donna, in people, and people can fix them themselves by, you know, through this uh, method. And mm-hmm. and really now, all of a sudden now, the efforts that they do, the good efforts they're doing to live well and to eat well, to exercise and, and to you know fulfill those eight essentials of life will work positively for them. And so the basic, these are simple things that we can do to make a huge difference in people's lives. And, and that's what I love about that first essential mm-hmm. called empowering you know, the human spirit. We can check for a positive mental attitude on something. You, you believe how many people say, I love exercise, <laughs> and then see what happens. <laughs> and, you know, I used to say I love having exercise because I always felt better afterwards. But, you know, the, the thing is many people find that, no, they don't love exercise. And, and, and so their physical activity in their life begins to dwindle more and more and more and it's hard to get back at it in their efforts why it's the most failed attempt of you know living uh, a healthy lifestyle and so what happens here is we can now say when that happens say i love exercise and you go weak now you can reprogram that and start to fix those things and now because if you don't love it donna what happens? You You're won't not leave it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so, completely true. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's that great. that's the beauty of so we can go through all those eight essentials, and from that you'll find where your glitches are and how you can fix those glitches in your wiring, in your makeup, and you don't have to live and think oh. I'm just not an active person physically, and I'm just going to, you know, you know, bow down to that. And and then what happens? That inactivity will eventually, you know, cause stagnation in your body, and you will have sickness and disease and die in early life. It, you know, it's well proven. 
Well, you you mentioned something, and I wanted to get to this at another point, but you actually opened a great door for it, um, which was the genetic disposition towards chronic illness. A lot of people believe that, you know, my you, you said it, my mom had this, my dad had this, my father passed away at a certain age, I'm going to probably do. There's something in us that kind of looks at the generations ahead and wonders, are we predisposed to the same illness. What kind of hope can you give people who have a strong disposition toward a chronic illness? Yes, well, you know, it's, you know, those predispositions to disease and is something that uh, we've followed very closely uh, and observed, and they are there, and that's whether you have physical illness, a mental illness, emotional illness, uh, genetic, you know, makeup, of, uh, of your stature uh, and, and mm-hmm. as well as many things. And they've studied identical twins, and one twin lives uh, a life that's more destructive and another one lives a life that's more natural. And, you know, the one living the destructive life, even though they have all the same genetics, you know, activates negative gene expressions within them, and it causes disease and, and problems. And the other one, you know, living a healthy, natural life, actually can activate positive gene expressions and and live a very positive and healthier life. And so this is Mm. something that now they even call it epigenetics, or for the sum total of all the genetics, you call it epigenomics. And so we can actually, if you don't like your genes, you can change them. That's the great news in modern science in those last 20 years and uh, about 13 million or billion dollars. Uh, was spent on this whole genetic project, and in that, you know, all of a sudden it went quiet because they found that in that there was not the pill for every ill that they were hoping for. Yes, they saw genetic factors and how you can change genetics to the negative by taking on natural things. Mm. See, nature is designed to nurture us. And if when we get away from the natural, we get into... Uh, an area where we don't have, you know, we're not being fed and cared for. Mm-hmm. And so the key here is we've got to take care of those eight essentials of life. And if we don't, if we try to go away from them, we become like polar bears being released in the Death Valley Desert. <laughs> and we, they just will not thrive and they will not even survive. Mm-hmm. So surviving in the 21st century, it is key to get back to our genetic roots. It is key to get back and realize that sunshine is not a bad guy. We call him Dr. Sunshine because it's very good for us. Yes, it's all about the balance, but the sunshine produces within us the best vitamin D we can get. And we all need vitamin D for our immune system, not just for our bones, but vital for our immune functions. And and so we see that you know D deficiency is associated with most all chronic diseases. And it's mm. as simple as getting the balance of Dr. Sunshine back in our lives again, you know, without putting sunscreen on that has carcinogens in it. You know, we we want to get back to get the right balance of sunshine. And the darker our skin is genetically, you know, the more sunshine mm-hmm. we need. That's why we see, you know, dark skinned people uh, are more prone to chronic diseases, diabetes, heart disease, you know, immune dysfunctions, because they've been moved from, let's say, you know, Africa to 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're living in northern, you know, hemispheres where they don't get the sun that they used to be, you know, they were adapted to, and they are more predisposed. You know, and I, you know, a, a very light-skinned, uh, you know, uh, New Englander, for example, mm-hmm. needs very, you know, maybe 15 to 20 minutes of sunshine a day to get the right amount of vitamin D. Where a dark, a, 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 you know, an Afro-American will you know, living in the northern hemisphere here needs, you know, maybe four or five times more sunshine to get the vitamin D that they need. So this is something very important for us to all understand and and begin to, you know, work in keeping us in balance again because without vitamin D, we will be susceptible to chronic disease. Mm -hmm. I find that very interesting based on my hereditary, uh, Native American hereditary genealogy um, because of the sickness that not only was brought to the land here from the uh, settlers from Europe but also the change in lifestyle you know when when the people who would hunt and gather and physically were outside a lot more ended up more indoors and trapped in schools or walking <laughs> to a reservation whatever I, the genetics of the of the people we have a system where i can always tell if we're getting a cold cuz our eustachian tubes are so much smaller than uh, a lot of other people's based on the, our hereditary so there is some knowledge for your genealogy and your genetic makeup but you're not what you're saying is we're not predisposed to have to live with it. There are fixes that we can do that that can help. Yes, that's the beauty of it. And really, it comes down to one super truth. If we had something to take away from our conversation today and for the listeners, it is that they can change their health. That they're mm-hmm. you know they don't have to be that victim. That by in- incorporating the, just those basic eight essentials and those eight essentials are very unique in that they're all each one of them are essential and mm-hmm. and if we miss even just one of them that will leave an open door for problems to occur but if we are just doing a little bit of all eight we actually don't have to do as much as what we would have to do if we were only using working on one or two of the essentials or three that, you know, for example, you know, you can have somebody that is a, a real intense about working out and exercise, and that's all they do. And I call it, you know, with the eight essentials, what else has eight? Oh, how about a spider? And, you know, you know, it's like I'd be having a spider with one leg reaching out there and dragging its body along slowly, you know, with one leg creeping along. Mm-hmm. You know, now let's say, oh, now along with that, you know, four hours of fitness that they're doing a day. Now, instead of that, let's do one hour of fitness, but it maybe include some nutrition and and eat real food. Uh, now, all of a sudden, we get back to a real food diet that works, you know, that feeds our genetics, and we think about what are the real foods that we, you know, that, are, that we grew up with genetically and get back to those. Now we're like two legs dragging along. It's twice as it's more than twice as easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, okay, well, maybe I'll add a third one. Let's add. How about you know working on my relationships because I have all these you know 
problem with failed relationships in my life, and I want to stop that pattern. And here's some techniques that we teach in the book on the relationships with people to how to turn toxic relationships into healing, life-giving relationships. Now we got three legs. Wow, that's even easier than three times. It's more. It's a synergy now. It's more than three times as easy to get results with what I'm doing. But now as we really get all eight of those essentials back, now we're a jiving, cool, functional spider that you know we actually need to do less in our health by doing a little bit of all eight essentials than what we'd ever have to do just using one, two, three, or four of the essentials. Mm, that's awesome. So that's, that's the beauty of the eight essentials and how they can really empower people back into life and be liberated into health, be liberated into experiencing the goodness of what life has to offer and and shift from being those victims because we weren't managing those eight essentials into becoming victors because now we can simply do a little bit to manage all eight essentials and now our lives are working for us and it's less of a battle and it's more of a free flow of of life uh, manifesting within us and it's, it's like a rheostat where you turn the light brighter and brighter and brighter that's what happens inside of our patients when they start discovering and becoming aware of the power of just managing these basic eight essentials of life. It's a beautiful thing to see them get liberated and freed and, and turned on to life again. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you, you definitely sound very enthusiastic and excited about basically the calling you've had on your life to help other people. I do need to take a quick break. And when we come back, we want to talk with Dr. King a little bit more. We're going to tell you what these eight essentials are, definitely, tell you how you can receive his book. And then also we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, what you can do to actually have a vibrant and long abundant life rather than that crippling and sickly old age life you might be dreading so we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor do you have your free digital subscription to prepare magazine yet if not then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox it's easy all you have to do is go to preparemag.com enter your name and email address and you're subscribed consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources you can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of prepare magazine visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you prepare magazine encouraging empowering and enriching your journey are you looking to have ducks geese chickens boy do we have something to share with you stop by ranch-coop.com these folks build some of the most beautiful handcrafted coops for small areas as well as the farm. They are so easy to put together. It took us less than an hour and they're shipped right to your door. Stop by ranch-coop.com. Wonderful people to deal with. Beautiful coops that you can use for backyard and homestead fowl. Ranch-coop.com. National Geographic traveled all the way to Boone, North Carolina to select Turtle Island Preserve a nonprofit outdoor discovery center and Appalachian Heritage Farm as one of the 100 most enriching destinations in North America. For over 26 years, families have gained enrichment while discovering nature and more importantly, themselves. In a world where digital screens and push buttons have replaced actual contact with nature, Turtle Island's beautiful campus and knowledgeable staff reconnect its guests to their natural roots. 
While camping out, visitors learn vast amounts in our non-electric, wood-fired community. Hundreds of hands-on classes are offered, such as beekeeping, woodworking, primitive skills, and more, covering the gamut of early traditional living. A program for fathers and sons kicks off the summer season, followed by a five-day workshop for adults with renowned naturalist and director Eustace Conway. Turtle Island is a great destination for scouts, school field trips, homeschool, and special interest groups. Please visit our website and then visit our paradise, turtleislandpreserve.org, or call 828-265-2267. Your preparation station is on the air. Welcome back to the second half of your preparation station. Hopefully so far you're getting the gist. Basically this show is to help you prepare your life. Live it how you see best fit. But there are elements that you've got to pay attention to that maybe you hadn't thought of before. I mean, had you really thought how your your mental state and your your human spirit, your soul, how you can nurture that, that can help you with the rest of your physical body. So we're really thrilled to have Dr. Frank King with us today to be able to share his insights and obviously his enthusiasm for helping you heal yourself. And we're going to go through just not, I'm not going to give you everything that's in his book, but I want to quickly tell you when he keeps referring to the eight essentials, they are the number one essential, which we, we spent really the first half of the show focusing on because that's kind of a foundation, which is empowering the human spirit. The second is nutrition. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Third, water. Fourth, fitness. Fifth, sleep. Six, nature. Seven, relationships. And eight, hands-on techniques. So these are the things that you would get when you read his book, which is connected down below. Uh, you can find out where to get it. It's called The Healing Revolution, Eight Essentials to Awaken Abundant Life Naturally. Not filling yourself up on, on prescription meds, um, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that those may not be the fix that they've been touted to be. And especially if you're listening to the show or you're a regular listener, you're looking for options to take control of your life, take back some of that self-sufficiency. And your health is one of those things that you inevitably are the only one to be in control of. It is your body. It is your life. You're the one breathing. You're the one listening. You're the one that gets to live it. So... All the things that Dr. King said thus far, and I know what he's got left to, to share with us, take to heart and connect with him. And like I said, the, everything's on the page. You can click through, go find out how to connect with Dr. King, ask him some questions, search out the videos, get the book, read it, apply it, you know. <laughs> what a concept. Apply it. Um, you know, these, these are things that you can do. Like he said before, these are free. Um, Dr. King, you said something before we actually started to record the show that we have all these free things, these free essentials. These eight essentials are basically free, but no one's really instructed us on how to use them. So this is what you do in, in your book, The Healing Revolution. Yes, Donna, it's a really, the reason we don't hear about them because there's no money to be paid 
to the people to teach you this. There's no money to be made in in you know promoting their own business. So because of that, it's just a principle of economics, the way the system works today, where well that's just not something that you know people even look at because everyone's looking at it to monetize, to make money. And and that's not the answer, obviously. So it's not something we patented. It's not something that, you know, we can, you know, it, and so because of that, there's no money to pay for advertising. You know, it's, there's, no, uh, there's no economic benefit in an economic society, an economic-based society. You know, one of the things that I found very fascinating uh, in my 40 years of doing this is that about one in every ten people uh, we have this just kind of a natural desire to learn more about healing and to help people and to reach out and, you know, whether they get into massage, whether they get into acupuncture, whether they get into nutrition and, and other natural healing methods, you know, they have a draw. And if you find yourself out there with a draw to want to learn more about the body and how it's working. You know, science is just discovering so much now that we're beginning to see how the body has that ability to overcome every disease on the planet. And so with that, we can begin to say, let's start working with techniques that are designed to awaken those healing abilities that are resident and many times even dormant within us. And we learn how to awaken that healing inside of us. And that is really where the, you know, that's the, what I call the next frontier. You know, is, you know, the next frontier is not outer space as we've been taught, you know, watching, you know, Star Wars or, you know, space movies. Uh, but it's really not about outer space. It's really about learning about inner space within us, that we are beginning to see that there's a whole universe within us, and there's so much that we have not yet fully learned, and because of that, we're discovering almost daily, you can find more and more information about how the body is designed to heal itself, and that is what the healing revolution, Donna, is really all about, learning how to awaken that healing powers that are within each and every one of us. You know, mm -hmm. many of us say, you can look and say, we're made in the image and likeness of God. Now, if you're a believer in God, that makes a lot of sense to you. If, if, but, and so we're made in that kind of image. So you just, there's uh, like an inner wisdom within each and every one of us. And if we learn how to tap into that inner wisdom, we begin to learn and resolve problems that we were never able to resolve in the past. You know, that was the key that helped us see so many so-called incurable diseased patients become cured. And by tapping into like the muscle testing and tapping into ways to communicate with your body, uh, you will begin to discover and discern unique things that can make the biggest difference in overcoming a problem. Most of the incurable disease is really just only incurable because the narrow range of drugs and surgery that's out there, it doesn't fix it. If it doesn't fix it, then it becomes labeled as a so-called incurable disease, 
which mm-hmm. is a horrible diagnosis to give anybody because now they're programmed themselves to say, I have an incurable disease, and sometimes the biggest hurdle to fixing and helping those people is to first get reset their belief systems so that they don't accept that you know, as a death sentence. And, and that's, that's something that's very important. And we find by turning people around at that point and getting their beliefs, as we talked about at the beginning, reset for healing, for living that healthy life that they're designed to live, then now they have the ability to heal again. Mm-hmm. I, I've read many studies where someone with a quote-unquote incurable disease, whatever, whatever path towards curing they try to take, that the majority of their ability to conquer that disease and become well had to do with their mental their mental makeup, whether they had something to live for, whether they had something that gave them purpose, whether they had something that gave them joy. And that is not something you can prescribe in a pill bottle. No, well said, uh, Donna. Yeah. And, you know, it is, you know, when people get that, you know, that's when the lights go on, when people realize that they have the ability to heal within them, and they just want to learn how to, all the hundreds of ways they can awaken that. You know, that is the next frontier in health. You know, that is the, you know, the frontier that we, we want to be looking at right now because that's where life is. It's within us. And as we learn to tap into that, we all of that is the healing revolution in action again. That is, in, again, equipping people to be those victors in life. Well, now I wish we had time to go through each and every <laughs> of the of the eight essentials, but unfortunately we don't. I do want to talk about the next one because they do build upon each other. Not that there is. I mean, you you stated well before. Do a little in every area, and you're going to come along that much faster. But this is one that um, I guess it's really near and dear for me because I'm a big um, proponent of real foods, natural whole foods, versus box mixes and and pre-made stuff and things that really get marketed to us and they're killing us. Um, What do wild foods and whole foods, um, what is the difference between that and, say, the modern standard American sad diet? Well, Donna, that's... It's really, I'm trying to give this the simplest common denominator so we can all see the principle here. And once we get the principle right and working in our lives, it all of a sudden just becomes a natural thing to do. And you know, we look at today, why it is causing this disease, chronic disease pandemic that is manifesting throughout the world in the 21st century. And we think, wow, you know, diabetes in children has gone up 3,000% in 10 years. What is, you know, dementia is so great today. What are causing the heart disease? And really, actually now the number one killer is what's called iatrogenic disease, which is physician-induced or drug-induced diseases. So, you know, we have to think, wow, that's killing more than the other top two killers, you know, the cancer now and, and the heart disease and the diabetes are all, you know, top killers. Now, but, but what's superseded all those has been the iatrogenic or disease. So we want to be aware of these realities and think, okay, what is causing this chronic disease pandemic? You know, we don't want to, you know, fade off into a, you know, a, 
know, retirement home where where we don't we don't recognize our family anymore. You know, that's not the way life was intended to be lived. And so we can, but now is the time we can do something. So look at what's changed in the last 50 to 70 years, and there's your answer. <laughs> we <laughs> have shifted from eating real food to eating processed, you know, chemically induced foods, you know, mm-hmm. factory farms, hormones in animals and birds. Uh, we've we've gone from you know uh, normal natural sugars to high fructose corn syrup, you know, and we've gone from natural fats to all these new processed mm-hmm. fats, you know, and, and so in the brain is primarily fat, you know, so we, you know, we've, we, you know, it's oil, what we call oils, and we all really need an oil change to get back to the real <laughs> oils that we we're supposed to be eating in the first place. And, and, and these are basics that if we get these principles right, then let's think, okay, just like we make sense, the polar bear is not going to survive in a hot desert. Okay, so look at the changes of while we were designed by, you know, and through nature to live in harmony and in balance with nature. And as how have we gotten away from these natural things and begin to reinstate them so we can now in the 21st century, we can live the best of both worlds. We can live and, and enjoy many of the advances that are good, but look at some of the inappropriate technologies here of what has really shifted and get back and get away from the refined sugars and the high fructose corn syrup, the trans fatty acids and all these other things, and get back to the real fats that we need, uh, the natural fats, and you know, and eat wild animals. Uh, provide much more of those good omega threes that we're talking about than do farm, you know, processed factory farmed animals full of all sorts of problems with pesticides and herbicides and uh, hormones, you know, we just don't need that, those kind of chicken anymore. Yeah. Stay away from KFC. You know, <laughs> it's about getting back to the real deal. And so I go, yes, raising your own chickens is great. I love even going further. You know, one of the things that we did a research on, Donna, was back in the, oh my early 80s, I read a research study that found bison, the American bison icon. Of America, and it was they had less fat than fish, and half the calories of beef, and then they also lived four times longer than what beef did. And we think about just for a moment. Uh, most people don't realize this, but beef cattle aren't even indigenous to North America at all. You know, they were all, even the Texas Longhorn was two Spanish breeds brought over and recrossed in Texas to create the Texas Longhorn. It was bison and elk who were the primary, and venison were the primary meats in, in North America. So let's go back and look at those and see, you know, and those are the roots, those are the real what we call the real American red meat. And if you're a red meat eater, and believe me, I tried for six and a half years to be a good vegetarian. (laughs) And I tried from the best of my science to really live a vegetarian life. And I tried raw foods. I tried macrobiotics. I tried everything in between. And, you know, and I was just unable to get my, keep my body health and my lab tests 
balanced eating a vegetarian diet. I was so I'm a lonely carnivore, and you know, and it's something that a lot of people are. We're struggling thinking to be healthy, and some people can do very well, especially type uh, blood type A people, not type A personality, but blood type A. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you know can do better with with less red meat or maybe no red meat. But most people still struggle, and we find in our in just basic lab tests, it's tough for a lot of people. So if you're struggling, uh, I'm not here to try to convert people. I'm here to help people find that sweet spot in their diet that gives them the greatest fulfillment and reward in their health. So find that for yourselves. I encourage you. Uh, but it's sometimes it's not so much the meat that's bad for you, but it's what's in the meat that's bad for you. And so getting back to natural, looking at the bison, I loved them so much. Being grew up on a beef farm myself, uh, fourth generation American farmer. I you know, really came back to the fact that I, then I started raising bison. And that was, oh, 30 years ago, 1985. Uh, we you know, bought our first live bison and began propagating them and restoring their genetics and uh, been doing so ever since. And here in, you know, so we we provide things like bison. Uh, We also, they're very high in omega-3s. We provide, we're working right now in researching uh, Himalayan yak, which is another very primitive animal. And these animals, if you look at their skeletal systems, they look just like dinosaur skeletons where up in the upper thoracics, the spines stick up real high, just like the dinosaurs did. And as we researched this, we found that they survived the Ice Age, that the bison and the yak both survived the Ice Age, and they actually came from Europe over to America during the Ice Age, and that's how it threw the Bering Strait into uh, Alaska and the Northwestern Territories of Canada, how it's known today. And... That's how the bison got to America. And so fascinating cool. uh, history. That's awesome. And that is and that is another option. You know, I know a lot of people, if they, you, you mentioned it and alluded to it, that the, the vegetarian, everybody thinks, it's, God, I've got to go vegetarian to be healthy. And you're right. Some people make that choice and it is best for them. But then there's... There's that poor soul who thinks, well, I, I've got to have the meat. I've got to. There are better choices than I refuse to buy Tyson, just so everybody knows. I'll just say that public on the air. I will <laughs> not buy We live next door to a Tyson chicken farm, and all it took was about a month for me to realize I will never, ever buy any Tyson meat product at all. Just the inhumane treatment as well as just the... The, the horrid environment that they were in, the smells that would come from the place, I could go on. But, you know, someone will say, oh, it's all on sale, I'll get some. Uh, you couldn't pay me to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that was part of our desire to raise our own chickens was, ew, no. So I think people need to know there are other options. It's not that you're pigeonholed into one specific thing. You just you just haven't been exposed to all the other options for food or for for broadening your eating palate or or whatever. They've just not ever thought of it before. So, I really appreciate you bringing to light just these other options that I don't, you know, I know um I've probably got some friends that if we told them we eat bison, they probably think we're crazy. You know. <laughs> 
because they just haven't done it before. But, you know, as soon as we serve it to them, totally different story. Um, yes. Because <laughs> it's yeah, you know, bison's a wonderful. I, I, being growing up on a black Angus registered Angus farm, you know, and that was considered the best quality tasting meat uh, of all the beef breeds. Uh, most people will agree, but until they taste bison, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's really amazing. All of a sudden, you realize you don't have that fatty taste in the roof of your mouth. You know that all you realize. Wow, the bison. You know, you think it's a big, tough, burly animal. It's going to be tough meat, nice. and it's not. You know, uh, night. You know. Bison meat is actually, you know, it is tender, but it even more important. You know, you can tenderize a steak, you know, at, uh, and go down to those mass-produced steakhouses and get a, ten, you know, a steak with tenderizer all through it that you know tastes tender, but it tastes horrible. Uh, and and the issue here is with bison, it has a sweeter taste, and you know, actually, and it has much more flavor to it. And once you get wow, and you feel better after you eat it. One of the things that our patients said is, you know, that they we heard most from our patients when we gave them bison was, you know, I just feel better. I feel stronger. I have more energy, you know, because the mitochondria in the bison tissue is just so prominent and so strong. And those mitochondria is in our, all of our cells. And that's our powerhouses. And so uh, one of, that's something I noticed as soon as I broke my vegetarian diet of six and a half years, that it was, I all of a sudden had this immediate energy come back. And I, I thought, wow. And I felt a strength again. I felt like working out again. Mm-hmm. I felt like enjoying running and playing frisbee in the park with friends and getting back to a more energetic lifestyle. And I had so much more strength. And I actually put on more muscle than I ever did in my first 26 years of life. And, you know, so it was, you know, I went back at age 26 to eating bison and meat again, and I and I did put on, and I, I just gained so much more strength that I was not able to get in my first 26 years of life. Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's really good information to know. Well, I know we, we're going to run out of time, and I know we have like six other essentials that we could talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we could go on and on, but I want to make sure that people do understand you can pick up the book and learn a lot of these things for, them, for themselves. Um, you can... You know, you have little worksheets in here for self-evaluation for each of the essentials, which is kind of nice because it helps you segment out as a as a reader what you what you need to focus on. Because sometimes we can be so inundated with whether it's learning skills or or living life through you know work or whatever we're trying to do or habitually doing some of those bad habits and we don't even realize it. That it's nice to be able to kind of compartmentalize these into the eight essentials to balance out your life and kind of do a little self-diagnostic on there. Um, so that I like, I'm, I'm a worksheet kind of girl. I like those. <laughs> They're helpful. Um, is there anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with so that they can, they can feel encouraged that they can um, impact their lives positively and, and look forward to a vibrant life rather than a, a sickly and, deteriorating one yes well Donna if I could share two things it would be 
look at that eighth essential. Most people don't realize that's an essential of life, but we call it hands-on techniques. We took natural healing methods from all over the world and found the ones over the past 40 years that have helped our patients the most. And these were natural healing techniques that anyone can implement in their, on themselves as well as with their families and begin to create. You know, we all need touch and it's become adulterated in many ways in today's world. But, you know, the healing touch is something very important, and we teach these natural healing techniques. So in our family, uh, my wife and I, our children, we work on each other's backs, and we help and do, the, you know, natural healing techniques on each other. And that is a, just a natural way to, that we need. If you look at babies that have not been touched in orphanages, in orphanages mm-hmm. of the past, that they have failure to thrive and can even die. And the same is true with animals. And I've been raising animals all my life. And I have to say, you know, if animals get orphaned, you know, they can die. They need a lot of attention. They you know, not just bottle-fed through a stall door and a nipple and a bucket, but they need touched and rubbed and petted and worked with, and they will thrive and do much better. And even animals can die if they're not touched and cared for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is something that is very important, and it's the essential of life. It's the essential of life for all of us to get proactive and learn natural healing techniques. And we begin to share a number of those that you can implement yourself as well as others that you can work on each other on. And it's a great way to create a bond in the family and with friends. And it's a great way to really enhance each other's health and feel so much better. So, I wanted to add that. It just jump to the eighth essential there and let them know how important it is. And if it feels overwhelming to anybody, it would be my second thing to say and to finish with is that it, it, it's not. You know, there's an old saying, how do you eat an elephant? And the old mm-hmm. saying, you know, the answer to that is one bite at a time. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't be overwhelmed by the whole thing. And so... The issue with this in life, it's a journey. And so it should be a wonderful, positive, uplifting, and encouraging, enlightening journey. And so enjoy that journey and enjoy the process and begin implementing these things that will add more joy and fulfillment in your walk in life. It's a wonderful walk. You can begin to change it one step at a time beginning today. That's so awesome. And I, I I giggled because you actually said what I close every single show with, which is, um, you know, remember, enjoy the journey and keep growing. Because <laughs> it's about that in almost every aspect of our lives. And your health, I would say, would have to be one of the most premier ones because you're the one that can take the reins and, and kind of steer it in the direction it needs to go. So I appreciate that so much, Dr. King. Thank you, Donna. It's a great honor to be on your show and and to be a part of the good work you're doing. Well, now I want to let people know if they've enjoyed listening to you today, you are going to be starting your own show on Blog Talk Radio very soon. So, folks, you can look up The Healing Revolution on Blog Talk Radio and click to follow Dr. King's show so that you can get this kind of input on a regular basis. I mean, that's one of those things that can kind of help you set your mind 
is is what you feed it. Set your mind on the right things. So make sure you go over and follow on Blog Talk Radio, which everyone probably knows, blogtalkradio.com. Type in Healing Revolution. You're going to find Dr. King's show. And also, uh, we'll have a link here on the show page if you're n- if you're here listening live on my page. So thank you again so much, and hopefully we'll have you back before too long. Well, I look forward to it, Donna. Thank you. Take care. For now, this is Donna Miller signing off from your preparation station, telling you to enjoy the journey, and remember, keep growing. God bless. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of your preparation station with Donna Miller. We would love to hear from you. Please connect with us at yourpreparationstation.com and on Facebook. Tune in again next time for another encouraging episode. Until then, keep growing and finding joy in the journey. Tune in again soon. This is your preparation station. Speaking hope, not hype, and facts, not fear. Preparedness grounded in truth.